What is going on, BW Sports One? This is time to bet your ass with Rafael Sparza. Monday night, seven thirty Eastern Standard Time. Rafael, how is it going, brother? Pretty good. How about yourself? Hey, I can't complain. Can't complain. The weekend was good for me um, on the UFC card. I came in P13. My team came in P13 in a 24-hour Daytona race on iRacing. I'm happy. I'm happy. Good to hear. Good to hear. I mean, yeah, it was a, a very festival weekend in my neck of the woods. You had a whole bunch of college hoops. You had hockey. You had NBA. You had soccer, UFC 257, some football games. Uh, so it was a, it was a nice uh, a winning uh, a weekend for the books. I mean, the books had a nice uh, with the Packers going down, with the McGregor going down. So it was a lot of uh, a lot of interesting stuff that uh, uh, went through for us. But uh, you you said that you gave off air. You said you had a nice small winning, or I shouldn't say small winning day in UFC 257. So I think we should let uh, discuss that. I mean, it was a uh, it was a very interesting card. I mean, a lot, and I don't mean just because McGregor lost. I mean, there was right. a, a lot of. Uh, uh, upsets that came in here so if you're a ufc parlay bet which a lot of people are uh you had a rough ufc 257 you probably would have wished maybe uh you would have watched some uh gonzaga play basketball on espn <laughs> ufc because uh, uh you probably did not fare well uh because of those outcomes no, there's a lot of people that are probably um hopefully not betting what they don't have but uh, hopefully, uh, you know, crumbling up those paper. Not hopefully, but they were crumbling up those bet slips and saying, well, I'm done. Because, like you said, the underdog, it was the underdog's night. Yeah, I mean, just uh, Amanda Rivas going down. Uh, what's uh, Cahill Roundtree uh, going down? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would think those were probably the two bigger ones that had a lot of people on their parlays. Hooker, a lot of people. I uh, had going down, and, and I would think he was probably a popular UFC fan better and parlay better just because, hey, I mean, you know this, UFC fans and Bellator fans sometimes could be not the nicest uh, people in the world, so people might have thought, hey, what's this guy coming from Bellator, coming to our backyard, you think he's just going to get an easy win, uh, and he did kind of get an easy win, <laughs> an easy win, so uh, yeah, it was very interesting, I mean... I, I was telling you behind me before we went on the air about why I didn't have anything on the Conor McGregor fight, but I was cheering for Conor McGregor. I wanted him to win because I, I don't know if I said this to you last time, but I think he's just good for the sport. No disrespect to the diamond. I mean, he whooped his butt. He whooped it and whooped it well, but he's yeah. not going to draw the needle. He's not going to draw new fans. He's not global Dustin Poirier. McGregor is global, Conor McGregor. His name is all over the world. Uh, and I just thought UFC, who doesn't have that global name yet. They're still looking. I mean, ever since Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, uh, uh, Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell. I mean, I can go, I can list can go on of these global stars. There's no one. I'm sorry. John Jones can't pass a drug test. I, I, I can't. He would never be on my GOAT list in the MMA uh, for all the stuff, uh, for for all the stuff he's did. I mean, he's a great fighter. Don't get me wrong, and I would even say that to his face. I mean, he he got busted not once, but twice, but three times. So, yep. uh, he, he's not that. I mean, he could have. Let's say if he was clean. Let's say he feels LeBron James clean. Because let's face it, we can all say LeBron James love him or hate him. He's never got arrested for DUI, hitting a girl, uh, or oh, all those uh, shenanigans that sometimes athletes get themselves in. 
If, right. if, if uh, John Jones was LeBron James clean, he would be up there as the GOAT. He would be up there as probably one of the best MMA fighters or pure fighters in the world to step in an A-ring slash octagon. I agree with you on that. You know, I think John Jones is one hell of a fighter, but like you said, he can't pass a piss test or he's doing too much shit off, off you know, the, the sidelines per se to, to do anything with. So, yeah, he's never going to be on that caliber fighter um, as others that you mentioned. So, Are you shocked at Steve Mirchik? I mean, we can't wait to watch that fight with him and – uh, Nagu, are, are you shocked that he's not jumped into that hemisphere of maybe globally or or just UFC name wise? Like we've seen other people uh, in UFC, like the Rouseys and Brocks and Connors, and uh... as you know, just like I do, you have to have some type of aura around you to yeah. kind of have that limelight. You know, Brock had it because of the WWE. You know, people knew him. He is. He was already a uh, a sensation. Air quotes. Uh, but he can't pass piss tests because he's hot all the time. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey, like you said, you know, she was known that that put the the women's MMA on blast with her coming, taking over, and walking away, then moving to WWE. And I agree with you. UFC does not have that. But and you said Stipe. Yeah. Stipe just doesn't have that aura. I mean, he as a fighter, he, he's a hell of a fighter. I mean, he does the business inside the octagon. But it, I, I don't know if it's intimidating to try to walk up to him to talk or or what it is. It's just – and this has no offense to him. I'm going to pull the Raphael card from last week. No offense, but I just don't know if he has that aura to be in the limelight like that. Who has that aura in the UFC? Who can who can take care of that torch now that Cormier is gone? Uh, Conor McGregor, I mean, unless for some odd reason uh, he he gets back into the octagon and and wins, which I don't understand why he wants to fight Poirier for the trilogy for the title because he just says, I mean, it's a totally different fight. I mean, Poirier attacked his legs. What do you think he's not going to do it again? Yeah, and you see, you saw him uh, videos of him walking out with a one crutch yeah. after that fight. Man, his leg was tore up, and yeah. he is a damn good fighter. Now, back to your question, who do ha- who do I see has that aura? Man, it's very hard to to say one person because there. And here's the difference when it comes to MMA and combat sports. There's an aura of of I'm just a and you know excuse my language, a dick, and I, I, I'm just going to, you know, talk crap to everybody and anybody, that's the that's the, the wrong type of aura, I think. Now, Connor did it, but he could also back it up, and and he did it in meticulous ways, I should say, with, with his verbal abuse or assault on people, which was great. That reminded me of the boxing styles yeah. when back in the 80s and the 90s where, you know, they'd go at each other and, and – It'd be it'd be like a drama, a it drama. Would get, it, it would get personal, but people liked all that kind of stuff, right? As far as somebody that has the aura, honestly, I don't know if there is one right now, and I kind of agree with you. There, the UFC is looking for that, and I don't know if they're just looking in the right or wrong places. Maybe Jorge Masvidal would be the closest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Alessandre, I mean, I think if he wins in March 6th against uh, – I 
can't think of who he's fighting. Uh, Blackowitz. Uh, yeah, he's fighting him yes. on March 6th. If he wins, he's got the, the finesse. He's got, I mean, he was on the pay-per-view of the Tyson fight. So yeah. uh, he's trying to put his put his out there. Uh, so it'd be, it'd be interesting. But that's what I thought about it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you saw my odds, who UFC or who Conor McGregor is going to fight next, who uh, Poirier is going to fight next. It'd be interesting. I mean, I think the angle of Conor, I do believe he'll fight at least one. If he he'll fight again in the UFC, but if he loses, I think that's he, I think he's done. I I don't think he he's not going to be uh, like Anderson Silva and, and Donald Cowboy Cerrone, where he's just going to take fights just to get boot, uh, butt whipped and, and that's it. I think if he loses his next UFC fight, whoever it is, which I think if I want to see a trilogy, I rather him fight Nate Diaz because them two. Nate Diaz ain't going to attack his leg like Poirier is going to be. Uh, so I would not be shocked if it's Nate Diaz go for uh, for a third one uh, besides Poirier. Poirier's got a – his is wide open. I think – I know a lot of people will probably hate that. I think Dana White's going to be – not a total dick, but I think he's going to be Chandler. I mean, what he did after his fight and uh, to jump on the mic and do the Ric Flair act and – I mean. If that was on TV with a whole bunch, of, if that was here in the states with a whole bunch of fans, people would have loved that. I think he, I think them two go at it for the belts. Not, uh, uh, and I feel bad for Oliveira who who had a great showing uh, his last fight. But again, I think Dana Wright and the UFC uh, uh, executives realize that hey, maybe if Chandler uh, uh, can uh, continue. Uh, knocking out people like that, or even the diamond come back. That's like what four straight big wins for him. If he knocks out Chandler and gets the belt, then maybe they can groom uh, him to uh, do something. But I, I don't think I think Oliveira is going to be on a short end of the stick uh, for that title. I think he'll I think he'll fight the winner of if it is Chandler or Poirier. But I think uh, he's going to be on a short short end of the stick, even though he dominated Tony Ferguson. Yes, he did, and I agree with you. He does. He definitely deserves a title shot now. What Poirier said after the fight was very true and honest statement. This right here should have been a title fight. Period. I mean, the, well, the, I think the, I think it was Dana White, Yeah, Dana White screwed him. He Dana White was hoping Connor would win and then get Kahib out uh, part two, blow up the blow up the biggest arena that will have a sellout crowd here in the states. Sometimes you saw how he backstepped uh, on his yeah, words, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I know I, I I totally agree with Poirier. That should have been a title. He should be champion right now. But Dana Wright was playing, he was playing craps. He was hoping for Snake Eyes for him to get that uh, part two of Connor uh, and Kahib, and uh, it didn't happen. So, but that it is what it is. It was good. But you know, it's you know, not this Sunday is, but next Sunday is right. What's that? Some football game. Pro Bowl. Oh, no, the Puppy Bowl. The Puppy Bowl, puppy yes. Puppy Bowl. What about yeah. the Bud Bowl? Do they still have the Bud Bowl? You know, you know I have never done odds on the Bud Bowl, but they don't do oh, that anymore. Damn. I love the Puppy Bowl. It's kind of fun to watch in the afternoon when I'm getting ready to great prop bets until my eyes fall out of my eye, my head. But, yeah, Super Bowl is, uh, it should be interesting. I, I the, the best stat is Tom Brady's first year in the NFL Patrick Mahomes was in kindergarten. <laughs> wow. That's crazy to think about that, man. Well, you just made us age about five oh, years right I, in 30 seconds. I agree. And <laughs> everyone keeps that. Twitter was blowing up, and people were DMing when we put the numbers out. Why isn't Kansas City minus six? Or they're going to destroy Tampa Bay. 
Um, Mahomes this, they should be six. You guys makers don't know what the heck you're doing. Blah, and then that what they were all saying about the Green Bay Packers? No, and that too, but I mean, it's just funny. Yeah, you, you, who's the better team that I saw play on Sunday? Oh, yeah, it's Kansas City. No, but it, it's another game. It's another uh, animal to uh, compete in, in the Super Bowl. And I know Kansas City is trying to go for back-to-back. Uh, if no one knows, like, watching the show, Kansas City beat Buffalo yesterday. If you guys didn't, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, newsflash. Uh, yeah, newsflash. But uh, it should be interesting. I mean, we posted three and a half early, and uh, most books did that. And everyone keeps on asking me, why did everyone post three and a half? I, did, I even saw four get posted up in that game. We wanted Tampa Bay money early. We knew, and like I said, we posted, I think we posted ours sometime end of third quarter, I want to say. I, I'm not 100%. And let's face it, Kansas City was dominating that game anyway. So, like, hey, let's get Tampa yeah. Bay money early. Uh, I was talking to other odds makers all over uh, Vegas and all over the global and say, hey, what are you guys thinking? Blah, 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 blah. Let's grab that Tampa Bay money early, move it to three, and then we'll just move the juice around for the rest of two weeks unless, for some odd reason, we just get dominated by one-side action, which I don't think we're going to get dominated by one-side action. I think it'll stay around three, move the juice around. I would be t- Totally, totally blown away if we get off a three and maybe move it to three and a half or two and a half or or whatever. But uh, that's what the books did. They wanted that Tampa Bay money early because they figured everyone who everyone knows who played the last game, and that was a Kansas City Buffalo. So what's everyone's head that Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and everyone else was just dominating the Buffalo Bills defense. So we knew. Uh, uh, we ha- had to get some kind of tampering money because if we put it up three right away, people would have been pounding Kansas City, Kansas City minus 155 on the money line. So we wanted, we wanted to get that cushion early so we can just start uh, uh, building on what's going to happen for the next two weeks. But it should be interesting. I, I, I'm kind of want to see if, if Patrick Mahomes beats Tom Brady, then I would have to say maybe this this young pup could be uh, uh, something to maybe Tom Brady and his rings might have to keep an eye out uh, in the back of his head. But if, if Tom Brady wins another one, can you believe that? Then so what I saw that it was his first year in the NFC. He's played more playoff game or more NFC Championship games than. Uh, like a, a a slew of teams that's been in it for years. That's just crazy to think about. Now we knew that there was something in the water down in Tampa Bay this year when he goes down there, and then the Tampa Bay Rays end up in the in the World Series, and the Tampa Bay Lightning end up in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals, and and now Tampa Bay is in the Super Bowl. What's going on down there? You've been there, I'm sure. I have yeah, I've been, been, I've been there plenty Bay. of times. What is in Tampa Bay's water this year? I don't know. It's I mean, I mean, it, it goes like that all the time. Remember the uh, uh, Bruins, Red Sox won it uh, uh, one year. I mean, it, it happens. But again, it's Tom fucking Brady. I mean, it just how did this? Uh, I don't know how people could say he's not the goat. I mean, That's just lead, just leadership wise. Even if he just got like three or four rings. Just his leadership to, uh, on how he is in the locker room, how he is, in, it just blows my mind how people can't realize. But it's going to be interesting. But I, 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 we were texting back and forth today what we're going to talk about today, and I totally forgot about talking about this. Uh, and I, I hate to uh, put a surprise on you, but uh oh, what do you think about all the quarterback changes that are going to happen in the end? <laughs> wow, 
I don't know what's better, the quarterback changes, because there's a slew of them, or the coaching shifts and, and management shifts that have happened. Man, this has been one crazy year, and I said it. I, did you remember what I told you? We were talking about who was going to be the Colts quarterback, and I said you'd have to watch Wednesday night's football show. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did You re- You don't yeah. remember who I said. He said Stanford. And all of a sudden, the Indianapolis world around me is sitting here yelling, oh, my God, we're going to get Stafford. No, wait. Oh, my God, we're going to get Rodgers. For one, I'm sorry, Aaron Rodgers is not coming to Indianapolis. For one reason and one reason only, and that's money. El El Donero. And I'm sorry, Matt Stafford fits into the salary. He fits into the scheme. He fits into the organization. I think that would be the best bet for the Colts to go going forward for the next three, four years because he still is. He does have that three or four years in his prime. Now yeah, you, have, you have you have a veteran kind of veteran leadership around that offensive line, so you you, you have a running game to protect him yeah. as well. I mean, I agree with you. There's two spots that I thought would fit really really well uh, with Stafford. That's your Indianapolis Colts. That's the Saints. Saints have no cap space whatsoever. Zero sure. is not a zilch. So they're going to be striking out on a lot of these quarterbacks uh, that are out there. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean. I think if Aaron Rodgers does leave Green Bay, which he, people are saying he is, I still think he might stay uh, for uh, for at least one more year. Uh, at least one more year. But if he doesn't, I think if he does leave, I think he goes out to Cali. I think he's. Uh, I think uh, it's either Rams or San Francisco. I think it's one of those two. Which if it's if it's the Rams, that means golf is out there looking for a starting job. So it's going to be crazy. And we're, and we're not even talking about Dak Prescott, who's going to be, that's coming out. <laughs> yep. Now, so, so you talked about this last week, I believe, and you were talking about the domino effect of Dak Prescott being the domino mm-hmm. that starts the realm. Now, yep. what if, let's just hypothetically speaking, of course, Dak Prescott leaves, goes to New England. Okay. Aaron Rodgers goes to Dallas. I don't know if he'll pick Dallas. I think he would still pick San Fran or LA because I think the situation's better there. The defense on both LA and San Francisco is much better than the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I think the pieces that uh, San Francisco has on offense, their running attack, their wide receiving crew, their tight ends, and then they still got Bosa. As I still think he ends up uh, in uh, in a California if he does end up leaving. But keep an eye out for these two teams that no one's talking about that could be surprisingly jumping and getting what a quarterback a a name. I need to I need, I need to put all the quarterbacks in a group A, B, and C and all right. that. Keep an eye out for the Denver Broncos and keep an eye out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, Denver Broncos yep. were able to sneak and get your guy uh, Peyton Manning uh, over there when no one really was really talking about the Denver Broncos getting uh, uh, Peyton Manning that time that he left and won a Super Bowl there. Let's clear the air, guys. I'm not a Colts fan. I'll support the Colts, but everybody knows Eagles I'm an Eagles fan. Come on now. Just well, because I live in I'm sorry. Circle City does not mean that I'm a fan. I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> on air. Bet your ass, P fans. I apologize to label him as a Colts fan. He should be because he's an Eagles fan and he's stuck right. with Carson Wentz. Right. Right. That's a totally different show. A totally different show. I saw I saw a mock draft of Justin Fields being our first pick from Ohio State. It's like, are you serious? What are we doing? (laughs) 
Yeah, people uh, put some stupid shit out there on when it comes to mock drafts. Okay? Yeah, I, I don't uh, uh, look at mock drafts uh, whatsoever, but it's gonna be crazy because, like I said, mm-hmm. I mean the Raiders. I mean, I heard they want to get rid of yep. Carr. I mean, my Miami are they really one hundred percent sold on Tua? Uh, Doesn't uh, sound Bears. like it. Yeah, the Bears are looking for a quarterback, so that means Shabinsky's going to be out there. And, you know, one team you might want to – I mean, I was going down the list of who doesn't need a quarterback and who who does. But look for Cincinnati to make a splash on their backup quarterback because who knows how healthy uh, – what's his – I can't think of his name off the top Burrow. of my head. Burrow comes back right away, I mean, uh, from that sure. kind of a knee injury. So, like, look for someone like maybe a Chabinsky to be a backup or a Ryan Fitzpatrick or – or something like that. So I would think that even if people think, oh, there's uh, there's no way Bengals are going to get a quarterback. Well, they might need one because who? How healthy is Burrow going to be unless they draft one? Well, and is he he actually going to make it for their week one of the season with the surgery? I don't know. Yeah. You know that was. So, uh, I, I'm hoping Stafford does go to a winning team. He, for anyone that had to play for the Lions all those years and not make a yeah. peep, not saying, yeah. "Hey, we stink. I'm tired of rebuilding." Uh, give me some help, blah, 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 blah. Just, I would like to see him go to uh, a winning team. Uh, but I'll, I'll tell you one thing. if Aaron, Whoever Aaron Rodgers goes to, if he does leave, that's the favorite to win that conference. If it's San Francisco, if it's the Rams, or something, because he was much better than any of those quarterbacks that, that, that would probably land somebody else. Can you see Dak going to New England? If you'd asked me that question before the season started, I would have said no. But uh, Cam Newton said he had nothing but high praises for uh, the whole organization, uh, the offensive uh, and all that. I would say yeah now because I I would think if you're Dak Prescott or anybody else, you would say, hey, you would call Cam and say, hey, how was that? Uh, How was it following Tom Brady? Or how was it playing for for the New England Patriots to have – uh, so many rules in that locker room. And uh, so I would say, yeah, a year ago, I'd be like, no way, okay, Sam Prescott ain't going to go there. But I would say what Cam Newton said behind uh, interviews and all that about the system and how everything goes there, yeah, I could totally see Dak Prescott going there. Okay. It's gonna what be about Sean? I, I, I think Carson Wentz would have fit really well in New England. He's a system quarterback that doesn't have to uh, rely on a lot of slot running, doesn't have to really – uh, rely on his arm, uh, stuff like that. I thought he would fit well in New England. Well, he is a – he's not he's a pocket, pocket passer. passer. He's just he's not just a pocket, pocket passer. passer. I, don't I don't see him see in there. there. I could see him fitting more so, honestly, in um, uh, Detroit. You know, what if there's a three-way, three-way trade deal with Detroit, Philadelphia, and Indianapolis where Detroit gets, you know, Wentz, um, Stafford goes to here in the Indy, and we get Philly gets uh what second round pick, first round pick, something like that. I would, th- I would if I, if I was thinking, I would think the Lions would probably draft a quarterback and maybe just probably uh, uh, probably get a, a veteran to maybe uh, uh, fix around uh, fix around him. But I would highly shock if they pick a name for it because they're they're in a total total rebuild, brand new head coach. Uh, keep an eye out for like either Jameis or Hill from the Saints if they get released and all that. Maybe them jump over to Detroit because that's their offensive uh, their assistant head coach came from new uh, from the Saints to be the head coaching job over Detroit. What about Minnesota? There's got to be something working to say. Okay, Kirk Cousins, I'm sorry, we just can't do this anymore. 
Well, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks or a lot of teams that are probably going to give one more year to their quarterbacks. And I would say uh, Cousins is probably one of them. Uh, I would think Matt Ryan for the Falcons, I think, is another one. I, hey, if, if, if we go downward or no improvements, I think both of those two. Everyone thinks my, uh, Matt Ryan might be released or, or traded this year, which that means NFC South could have all new quarterbacks. I'm hearing the same thing coming out of Carolina as they might be done with Bridgewater as well. So that'd be kind of weird if all four, all four teams have brand new quarter. What uh, if they or, just switch? Yeah. But I would think uh, – I would probably say no on uh, on the Vikings. Uh, maybe even the New York Giants. Maybe they have one more year of, uh, with their uh, quarterback. But I think this year uh, I would see Cousins and both Matt Ryans uh, play one more year for their teams and then maybe if things go bad they'll be released or traded or whatever. So what if Aaron Rodgers does end up leaving Green Bay? Who do you think that they would? You got, um, you got love. You got the love machine. <laughs> well, you know that has been systematic with Brett Favre, and then yeah. uh, you know bringing up Aaron Rodgers and all that. I would think they would probably use him and maybe again Dre get someone uh, a veteran and to see if he is uh, the next quarterback. If he isn't, you can just plug that veteran in and then go from there because they still have some key free agents that I think if they get Brett Favre leaves and all that, I think they're centered. That's a free agent. I don't think he resigns. Uh, I, I think they might be in a, a small rebuild because uh, that, that division still kind of wide open with the Bears getting a new quarterback, the Lions being the Lions. Uh, I would think maybe the Vikings would probably be the favorite. Uh, the, I don't want to say heavy favorite, but the favorite to win a division if, if uh, Brett, uh, Brett Favre. I almost said Brett Favre. But <laughs> <laughs> if Rodgers leaves. Man, you're taking us all back. You, you've you gained – you've probably aged us 10 years in this 30-minute segment. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so I'm much. St- I'm still I'm, – my eyes are still burning for, for Brett Favre uh, sending me his uh, uh, weenie picture. Buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throwing an interception your way. Yeah, I had, a, I had a tweet him back, wrong person. So I was like, oh, apologize. Wrong number. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right, real quick, move to the uh, center of the ring, per se. You say that this is going to be a complete debacle. I'd say I would have to agree with you. But let's hear it, Caleb. Excuse me, Caleb Plant versus Caleb Trucks. Yeah, I mean, people need to watch this because Caleb Plant is here's another young fighter that uh, it can be a big name in the boxing world. Uh, he's a young fighter, he's got power in both hands, love his jab work. Yes. Uh, he works everything off the jab, and everything off the jab is always successful uh, when he's in the groove. So, I, I mean, Caleb Trukes uh, will hang around. He's got a lot of heart. Uh, we, no one has an over-under round prop. I would be shocked if it's like uh, if it's around seven and a half. Uh, I think Plant will probably KO him maybe in the late rounds, maybe the championship rounds. But I think Trukes has a lot of heart. I think he'll stick around. Uh, but I think it's easy, Caleb uh, Plant. I mean, me and you have a discussion. It's, it's just it's just going to be a domination on this one. So you think this is just one of those one-hitter possibilities on from Trukes' side? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I mean, he, he does a lot of good body work, and I think that's what he would need to do to staying around. In fact, because if he attacks the body, that means uh, Trukes' jab won't be as effective because he'll be he'll be trying to protect that body. So uh, I think he needs to attack the body early and maybe try to get uh, Plant in those late rounds, see if he gasses out or whatever. Because I, I mean, you know that in boxing, uh, 
a heavy punch. You try to get them into the late rounds because their punches, you know, don't hurt as much from the first round to the ninth round. Because you're, yep. <laughs> so and the, you're, the more you chop down a tree, the, yeah. the harder or the easier it gets to fall down. So I think if you're a Caleb Chuga, I think the longer this fight goes, you 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 have a shot. Does he have a shot? I mean, every, I mean, you know, in the fight game or uh, anything, UFC, bare knuckles, Bellator boxing. Everyone has one shot that can get knocked down anybody. It all depends on where you hit that shot and uh, if you see it coming. So uh, it's a puncher's champ, but I'll be rooting for Caleb Plant because, again, he's a young fighter, and uh, I think he's one of the younger ones I can't wait to keep on watching. Nice. I like it. I'm agree with you. I can't go I can't go wrong with uh, agreeing. And he's minus 5,000. I mean. <laughs> oh, mercy. So what does that mean? For every $100, you get what? Five for, every, for, for every $5,000 you put down, you're going to win $100. That ain't enough. No. <laughs> that ain't enough. No. All right. No. Well, no. before we go, we always have to do the Doc Sports pick of the night. That's right. Brought to you by Doc Sports. That's right. Text BW Sports to 29022 right now for $60 free into your account. No credit card and no obligation. Here's the question, sir. You threw me a literally a uh, all caps answer on this earlier. Why is there no <laughs> women's college basketball bets? We do put them up during their their tournament, the March Madness tournaments. But uh, every game, sometimes if there's an ESPN game like Tennessee, Connecticut, or Stanford, whatever, a big here a marquee matchup, we'll put a number up. But I used to – was it four or five years ago? I used to try to put up a, a whole bunch of key games of that game. And I would do about an hour, hour and a half work and got zero action or just all one-sided action. Uh, and it's no, no disrespect to the ladies because I love watching Lady Hoops. WNBA is probably one of my top five favorite sports to watch, bet, and cash. Uh, but uh, college women's basketball uh, is just – just not goes over – as well as it's actually the WNBA, which is kind of shocking because it's only they play just as hard, play just as fast, and uh, some great games people are missing out there. Yes, there are, and and I get it. You know the UConn, the Notre Dame games, the the South Carolina, Tennessee games. You know I I get it, but man, Damon, I'm not gonna lie. The one was sitting there looking. He goes, man, can you get these these uh, over and unders for me for his you know his daily picks and and stuff? So I'm like, yeah, I can find them. No, I can't. <laughs> nope. That's nope. when our buddy Rafael Esparza gets a text from his buddy over here in Indianapolis. Hey, man, can you help me out? Literally, nobody does them. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize for that. I'll, I'll see what I can find out and see what I can do. But like I said, uh, I know a lot of the, of the bosses that I know in other companies and all that. It's, I hate to say it's not worth the time. No, we get it. We get it. If there's no action on it and there's no moving on it, there's obviously no reason to waste your time in putting it out there. I get it. I get it. It's and your 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 bosses, I'm sure, are appreciating that you can, you easy money going X, you out. You bet the X Games. What more do you want? <laughs> you could. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks. If you if you don't follow this man on Instagram, at least on Instagram, and get his free daily picks and his wonderful poll questions of the day, because if you fade the poll, you're oh. damn near determined to win. I, the, the the poll has lost five straight. They had they lost both the games yesterday. So yeah, uh -huh. it's, 
And when the poll, I, I tell people if you like me or not me, but the poll is uh, <laughs> when it's cold, it's cold. When it's hot, it's hot. And right now it's cold. <laughs> it's true. Well, it's doing better in basketball than it did football. Yes, yes. I agree on that. I agree. We'll see what happens tonight. Right? I think the poll was what? Denver? Denver. Dallas? Yes. One and a half? Uh, yeah, one and a half. And last time I checked, it's the, the, the betting. I uh, picked the betting, Denver. The betting public was on Dallas last time I checked. Me? I might be good. Might be good might tonight. <laughs> Raphael, tell them, as always, where they can find you at, sir. You can find me over at DocSports.com. You can find me over at MyBookie.ag. Find me on Instagram at Rafael Esparza and Twitter at VSI DocSports. That's right. And you can find him on Monday night, 730 Eastern Tim, Time. Tim, I don't know where I got that. Right here. I don't know. where He's behind you. He's oh. looking at me, waving. <laughs> Hi, Tim. Right here, 730 Eastern Standard Time, Monday nights. With Bet Your Ass with Rafael Esparza. Rafael, as always, thank you, sir. We can't wait to talk to you about a little Super Bowl action, some major Super Bowl action next week, um, puppy bowl action. I'm expecting some prop bets to come out of there. I, we're going to talk about, obviously, I'm sure you put up prop bets as far as uh, commercial-wise goes, so we'll have to look into that with you as well. And it's always going to be fun, and I cannot wait, sir. You have an amazing week, and I will see you next week. Take it easy. Have a fantastic week. Peace.